Hello friends, hope you all are doing great. My name is Satish Kumar and welcome to my podcast Think Better, Live Better. I took a break from podcasting for almost a month and now I am back. Wherever you are in the world, let me say thank you for supporting my podcast. As per data from Spotify, my podcast was in the top 5% globally in the most shared category. A big thank you to all my listeners. Keep spreading the word. As per advice from my guru Mr. P.A. Vishwanathan, I will be doing a series of episodes on ancient wisdom from Upanishads, this one being the first in the series. Please apologize if any of my Sanskrit pronunciation is incorrect. This is just his message in my voice. Here we go. We all including me are learners of vedic wisdom this needs great perseverance i thank you for helping me to relearn this great knowledge while culling out concise information from internet and other sources about upanishads and posting to you daily of course most of my posts will be taken from various sources and presented to you not my original commentary on upanishads i am too small to attempt that i was fortunate that my parents and grandparents taught me yoga patanjali sutras various mantras shlokas and a little bit of upanishad at my young age my gurudev sri satyananda saraswati taught us in depth about several upanishads few decades back i am beholden to them all you all and to god almighty for giving me this opportunity to study upanishads i seek my guruji's blessings and god's grace so that i can perform this onerous seva exceedingly well i need your active cooperation in studying understanding and responding on a daily basis thank you all introduction mahavakyas before embarking on an elaborate study of the upanishads Let us first learn the gist of Vedas contained in the following profound statements known as Mahavakyas or the great sayings found in the Upanishads. These statements form the basis for all philosophical discourses among the various schools of thought, great rishis, munis, acharyas and other scholars and have been debated and commented upon and discussed for over 2000 years giving rise to different interpretations we should be careful so that we don't get confused by the different interpretations given by different authorities just accept that all these are okay in their own perspective we should not argue as to whether this interpretation is right or the other both are okay here are the mahavakyas Number 1 Sarvam kalva idam brahma All this is brahman Number 2 Atmai vedam sarvam iti All this is atman Number 3 I am atma brahma This atman is the brahman Number 4 Neha nanasti kinchana There is nothing other than brahman anywhere Number 5 Atma va idam 
एक एवग्र आसित अट फर्स्ट दर वॉस आत्मन अलोन नंबर सिक्स ब्रह्म व ईदम आग्र आसित ब्रह्मन इंडीड वॉज दिस इन द बिगिनिंग नंबर सेवन सत एव सौम्य इदम आग्र आसिद एकम अद्वितम देन बीइंग अलोन वॉज देयर एट द बिगिनिंग एंड इट वॉज वन विदउट अ सेकेंड नंबर एट आत्मनि खलवरे विज्ञाते इदम सर्वम विदिथम वंस द आत्मन इज नोन एवरीथिंग इज नोन एंड द मोस्ट फेमस महावाक्यस नंबर नाइन अहम ब्रह्मास्मी आई एम ब्रह्मन नंबर टेन तत्वम असी यू आर दट नंबर इलेवन प्रज्ञानम ब्रह्म ब्रह्मन इज कॉन्शियसनेस नंबर ट्वेलव आई एम आत्मा ब्रह्म दिस सेल्फ इज ब्रह्मन दिस इज द अनुभव बोध वाक्य और महावाक्य द सेंटेंस दट गिव्स एक्सप्रेशन टू द इनर इंट्यूटिव एक्सपीरियंस ऑफ द एस्पिरेंट दिस इज कंटेंट इन द मॉन्डिक्योपनिषद ऑफ द अदर्व वेथा ऑफ ऑल दिस महावाक्यस तत्व मसी इज कंसिडर्ड द मोस्ट इम्पॉर्टेंट एंड सेक्रेड This is written at the entrance of the holy Shabrimala temple. You may choose to chant any one of these mahavakyas daily and understand its deep hidden meaning over a period of time. You will become a great Vedic scholar. If we study all these mahavakyas in depth, which will take us years of research and study, that will be sufficient. However, we shall now just have a glimpse of the 12 upanishads this itself may be a year long study this will kindle your interest to study any one or all the upanishads in depth and in great detail origin of vedas and upanishads vedas are without beginning or end and they are eternal they cannot be comprehended fully by ordinary people i know that you all are extraordinarily brilliant and endowed with undying passion to acquire vedic knowledge so we can manage from time to time avatars superhumans and great men have made efforts to explain the tenets or establish truths of the vedas in upanishads vedanta bhagavatam puranas and itikasas ramayan mahabharat Bhagavad Gita expounds the unique truth contained in Vedas in a simple manner for all of us to understand relatively easily. Vedas are imperishable. When the universe was created, the Brahmanda, huge egg, broke with a huge sound Om. Sun is emitting the sound Om perennially along with Om all Vedas also moved out of parabrahman in the form of sound waves vedas exist even today and will continue to exist in the sound form till eternity in the vast space in the universe the frequency of om and vedas in sound form is so high that we ordinary human beings cannot hear them rishis and munis developed the innate capacity to listen to these high frequency sounds of om and vedas after strenuous tapas 
over several thousands of years. They heard these Vedas and passed them on to their Shishyas verbally and the Guru Shishya Parampara continued for a long long time. Ved Vyasa, an avatar of Sri Vishnu, compiled the Vedas which were in sound form into written matter and classified them into four Vedas. At the end of a Yuga, the Vedas get remerged with the Parabrahman and will get released by him at the beginning of the next Yuga. This process goes on endlessly from Yuga to Yuga. Vedas are the highest text of ultimate authority for all schools of Indian philosophy. All epics, Puranas and Upanishads are based upon Vedas. The word Veda means knowledge and are said to be perfect and Apurushya, not written by man. The exact date of Vedas remains a mystery. God is supposed to be the speaker of Vedas. A unique thing about Vedas is that it has no errors. This makes a logical human mind understand that something cannot be error free, if at all it was written by a human being. The Vedas talk of religion, philosophy, spiritualism, to cosmology, physics, medicine and metaphysics. It talks of economics, society and mathematics to geography, art, drama and theory of evolution. Thus, it is complete and comprehensive. The word Veda is derived from the root Vid, which means knowledge. Vedic literature is called Shruti, as they are considered to be the secret knowledge or divine revelation. Though the hymns of Shruti are attributed to several rishis or sages, tradition maintains that these hymns were merely revealed to the sages and not composed by them. Hence, the Vedas are called Apurushya, meaning not made by man, and Nitya, existing in eternity. While the sages are known as Mantra Drashta, meaning one who saw or received the mantra by tapas directly from Supreme Creator. We shall learn about composition and contents of Vedas and the place that Upanishads occupy in the Vedic knowledge. Composition of Vedas Vedic literature consists of two parts, Samhitas and Brahmanas. These are further divided in three parts. Number one, Brahmanas, pure and simple. Number two, Aranyakas. Number three, Upanishadas. Samhitas, these are collection of hymns sung in the praise of various gods. They are the most essential part of Vedic literature. They are four in numbers. Rigveda Samhita, Samaveda Samhita, Yajurveda Samhita and Adharva Veda Samhita. Rigveda, this is the Veda of praise. It consists of 1017 hymns or suktas supplemented by 11 others called Valakilyas. It is divided in 10 books or mandala. The old hymns are contained in mandala 2 to 7 
and the latest in mandala 1 and 10 mandala 2 to 7 is composed by family of sages grissamada vishwamitra vamadeva atri bharadwaja and vashishta rigveda's hymns represent compositions of different periods by priestly poets of various families it is purely a religious work and most of the hymns are all invocations of god in mandala 3 we find the famous gayatri mantra addressed to the solar deity savitri samaveda sama is derived from saman which means a song or melody it consists of 1810 stanzas or 1549 stanzas if one omits repetition except 75 stanzas rest are taken from 8 and 9th mandalas of rigveda and arranged in according to the order in which they were chanted by udgatri priests at soma sacrifice it is called the book of chants and the origin of indian music is traced to it yajurveda veda of yajur or formulae consists of various mantras for the purpose of recitation and rules to be observed at the time of sacrifice it is primarily a guide for the use of advarya priests who performed the manual part of ritual the two royal ceremonies of rajasuya and vajpeya are mentioned for the first time in this veda in contrast to rig and samavedas which are in verse entirely this veda is in both prose and verse it is divided into two parts krishna yajurveda and sukla yajurveda the krishna yajurveda is the older of the two and contains not only the hymns but also prose commentaries the sukla yajurveda contains only the hymns the former consists of four samhitas the kadaka the kapistala katha maitreyan and taitriya samhitas but the later has only the vajasanayi samhitas the adarva veda veda fadarvan or the knowledge of magic formulas contains charms and spells in verse to ward off evils and diseases believed to be the work of non aryans it is divided into two parts paipalada and saunaka brahmanas belonging to the second great class of vedas their treatises related to prayer and sacrificial ceremony their subject matter is ritual and language is prose in short they deal with science of sacrifice the important brahmanas are number 1 aitreya related to rigveda number 2 kaushitaki related to rigveda number 3 tandyamaha related to samaveda number 4 jaiminiya related to samaveda number 5 taitriya related to yajurveda number 6 satapatha related to yajurveda number 7 gopatha related to adarva veda tandyamaha brahmana is one of the oldest it includes details about 
Vratyasthoma, a ceremony through which people of non-Aryan stock could be admitted to Aryan fold. Satapada Brahman is the most voluminous and the most important of all Brahmanas. Aryan Yakas. These forest books deal with mysticism and symbolism of sacrifice and priestly philosophy. They contain transitional material between the mythology and the ritual of the Samhita and the Brahmanas on the one hand and the philosophy and speculations of the Upanishadas on the other. Upanishadas, they mark the culmination of Indian thought in the Vedic period. They criticize the rituals and lay stress on the value of right belief and knowledge. They are philosophical texts dealing with topics like universal soul, the absolute, individual self, etc. Of the several Upanishads, only 12 are very important. They are number 1. Isa related to Yajurveda. Number 2. Kena related to Samaveda. Number 3. Katha related to Yajurveda. Number 4. Prashna related to Adharvaveda. Number 5. Mundaka related to Adharvaveda. Number 6. Mandukya related to Adharvaveda. Number 7. Aitreya related to Rigveda. Number 8. Taitriya related to Yajurveda. Number 9. Chandogya related to Samaveda. Number 10. Brihadaranyaka related to Yajurveda. Number 11. Svetasvatra related to Yajurveda. Number 12. Kaivalya belongs to Adharvaveda. It says, I am in all, all are in me. According to Upanishads, there are two kinds of knowledge, the higher and the lower. The higher knowledge helps us to know the imperishable Brahman, while the lower can be gathered from four Vedas as well as six Vedangas. The Mundaka Upanishada is chiefly notable for the clear distinction between higher knowledge of Supreme Brahman and lower knowledge of empirical world. Vedanga and Sutra Literature In contrast to Vedic literature, which is considered Shruti or Divine Revelation, the Vedangas are called Smriti or literature handed down by tradition because they are of human origin. There are six Vedangas. Number one, Siksha, Phonetics. Number two, Kalpa, Rituals. Number three, Vyakarna, Grammar. Number four, Nirukta, Etymology. Number five, Chandas, Metrics. Number six, Jyotisha, Astronomy. The Vedangas are written in the form of sutras condensed in prose style for memorization. Of all the sutras, only Kalpa Sutra has come down to us and these are divided into three classes. Number one, Sarutta Sutras deals with the ritual of great sacrifices of Agni, Soma and animals. Number three, Griha Sutras 
deals with domestic ceremonies and sacrifices to be made by householder number 3 dharma sutras deals with laws manual and custom of people in general dear friends in today's episode we have covered about the origin and context of vedas and the relative position of upanishads in them we shall have a glimpse of upanishads in my next episode as you are listening to this podcast request you to note down the salient points and gist of your learnings your thoughts views queries etc we are dealing with a very vast subject noting down is very very important we shall cover more in my next episode thank you all for listening please share this episode with a friend or a colleague and leave a review on apple podcast wish you all a fantastic week ahead take care and bye for now